You ready? I'm ready. All right. Beto, beep, boop. Ooh, beto, boop, boop. What's up, guys? This is Witty Banter. The spring break showdown is still going. I don't know why I call it a showdown. It's a showdown. Clashing right now. I honestly can't think of a name for what I want to call this. I figured you might just try to bring me in here and then just like hit me with something hard and then make this become a showdown. And then it's like, oh. Well, that's pretty much what you did the last time you hosted. You blindsided me. What happened? When? So real quick, I'm going to just have my whole argument prepared. That's what we set up. That's what we set up. And (laughs) I was the only one that was prepared for it, apparently. And everybody else has made me seem like an asshole. It was ridiculous. I don't even remember what we set up. Anyway, if you're listening to this, it's not a normal episode of Witty Banter. It's spring break, and I'm here by myself because my best friend Hunter is gone on a cruise. And, and his I real just, best friend yeah. is so, showed up to fill the spot. Luckily, I had someone tag in. So yeah, basically, Max Scott is here. Howdy. The uh, Witty Banter love child. I am. I feel like I'm halfway between like a co-host and a guest. I'm right in that little sweet spot. Oh, no, right you would there. be a co-host 100% if you lived here. Yeah. I, think, we, I, I just We're so lazy, we've never figured out the whole... Uh, Skype thing. How that works. And apparently that's just like, that's easy beaver. It's, no, really? It's real easy. One day, we'll have to figure that out one day, I'm sure. So yeah, Hunter's gone, and it's just Chase here, and I felt like I wanted to record every day, because why not? So Max is here to help me out. Um, it's spring break, baby. It I mean, is spring break. What are, you, what are we planning on doing? What are we doing this for the next few days? <laughs> Dude, you've got me. I have no idea. I, I just have some days off, finally, for like the first time in like my entire life. And it's like so clean. <laughs> it was perfect two timing. days. Yeah, exactly. It was perfect timing. You just called me up. You're like, can you come up for these two days? Check my schedule. I was like, yeah. Yeah, actually, I can. So I'll start about. off with this. I'll hit you with this one. I'm pretty sure this house is haunted. Like, actually haunted. You guys have a, whispered that to me before. There's a, I think there's actually a ghost here now. Does he have a name? Well, his name is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know about the you ghost of Mark, Wahlberg. Yeah. Ghost of Mark Wahlberg. But, you know, yeah. it was something that we would constantly blame just bad juju in our lives on. Like, yeah. oh, it's just Mark or whatever. It was sort of like a friendly, fun thing. Weird things would happen in the house. Yeah. And we was like, oh, it's just Mark Wahlberg. Now that Hunter's gone, and I've like I've been by myself in this house for a few days, and it's it's like been an experiment. I want to see how I can do yeah. alone. And... It's also coming at a time where I'm, for some reason, stuck on Reddit reading, like, are no sleep stories and just, like, looking at terrifying pictures and stuff. It's weird how you subconsciously put yourself into that situation. You, you really go do. online and you're like, man, wouldn't that be scary if I read all these things? <laughs> then you do, and then you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been like, so I guess that'll just set up the story. I don't know if it's my own paranoia because I'm reading all these things mm-hmm. or what, but I think it was Saturday night. I'm in my room and it's really late, like three or something, and I'm finally about to go to bed. That's you know, I got my door closed and all that. And from Hunter's side of the house, <sighs> of course, I just hear the most human cough <laughs> I have ever heard, dude. I'm, I'm sitting in there and I just feel like, <clears throat> and I was just, and then the second it happened, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I was just like, that's indescribable. <laughs> Like immediately, dude. And these are the kind of things that are like are are terrifying when you're in those situations. But when you try to tell somebody about it, they're just like not at, like they nobody ever gets it, you they know. Don't no, until they're the in that situation, that you, know? you know. And I I know this kind of feeling too because um, I used to live with my buddy Tom back at yeah. home and at the or in the woodlands. Love you, Tom. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Tom. Uh, he moved out for like the last month, but like paid the rent for it because he was just going somewhere on like this whole. He got a promotion and all that, so I had like a two bedroom apartment to myself for like okay. a month. Yeah. And there's something weird about being alone in a two bedroom place where yeah. there's supposed to be like another soul, another entity, or something. Sure. And I never heard anything like that. But you know what always happened to me? What we I would sit on the couch, and we had a couch that faced the back of the wall. 
and like the okay, stories <laughs> we made up from <laughs> everything, stuff dude. From and uh, there was just something about like when you watch the TV in front of you, and then if you took right to the left, would be the hallway down to our bedrooms, yeah. which is always dark and desolate, and you know all That's that. Where demons yeah, live. of course. <laughs> and uh, I would be nothing. It would just be nothing but the TV on or something, a dark apartment, and like there's just something about like a feeling of like somebody looking at you. Yeah. And there was something about me like jolting my head to the left, looking at where the hallway was, and I promise you something like you couldn't really see it, but you got the feeling that somebody just pulled their like head back behind that wall <laughs> because they were like looking at you and you turned to look yeah. and then they jet it back and you just, oh my God, something so terrifying. I feel like, I feel like when you're, uh, you put yourself in that state of mind, you can very visually see the things that like your subconscious wants you to see, no, you absolutely. know, like things will happen and I'll look at something and I'm like, wow, that was really weird and terrifying. But I just tell myself, I'm like, it's okay. It's only because you've been looking at these things. Yeah. You try to, you know, you're logical enough to think that, but at the same time, you're like imaginative enough to create these things in your and mind. And my question is, is like, what would have to happen for you to believe? Or maybe you do believe in ghosts, but like, what would be, because for me, I, I think like, I would, if, if there was like proof out there, something crazy happened to me, I would believe it. But at the same time, I am so willing to not like, be honest with myself that that actually happened if something crazy, you know, went down. Yeah, I would yeah. probably just sit there and try to explain it forever. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's really strange even as you get older and you like, you know, I would say, I don't know about me. I don't believe in ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't believe in yeah, ghosts. Yeah, I don't believe in ghosts either. Am I terrified by like ghosts I, and yes. stuff? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But I think that's something to where it's like, no, I don't believe it. So if it was true, I would be like, oh, my God, <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, like that's so possible that I don't know. Like there is that you know i just i just believe that because like you know signs point to no sure. but you know that's <laughs> very possible maybe i don't know yeah you have to keep your ears out man you know and what can like you know if it's like a human person like that's terrifying you know like a break and enter or something but like you know maybe there's that heroic sense and you have in your mind of maybe i could like take that guy down he's, and maybe I, have this sick story terms. you know what i mean yeah like something cool like that you know if, if there's a ghost in your house and you find out that there's a ghost there's nothing you can do that's the paranormal man you, yeah right it's you like are bound to earthly you know dimensions to where like that guy is far superior than you in ghost form and <laughs> he can totally terrorize you all form. he wants and there's nothing you can do I don't really know how the ghosts work, so I don't we'll know what his powers are. I'm sure we'll, that we'll get some notes tonight. Yes. <laughs> uh, another thing I want to do while you're here is go to like the little local comic book store here. Oh, okay. And we should buy an issue of something. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Have you been reading any comics recently? Um, I have kind of a back stock on comics that uh, mostly my two friends Ryan Main shout out and Andrew Tarvin have given me like just over like the last month and I just have not gotten around to uh, reading them. You're I've been so busy watching. playing The Last of Us. Yeah, because I've got I've got a backstock of things that other people want me to do. I'm knocking out everything that I wanted to do for myself first. <laughs> and uh, I like just recently looked at that stack. I looked at that stack before I left today, and I was like, when I get back, if I have any time, because you know a trade paperback only takes like an hour to read yeah, all the way quick. through. They're quick. There's really no excuse to not read them. So. There is a bunch of stacks that I still need to read. Um, there's some great issues out right now. Like She-Hulk is supposed to be really cool right now. There's this weird. What keeps you reading superheroes? What keeps me re- uh, other people mostly. What does that mean? Just being able to talk about them with other people? No, it's just like I don't normally read superhero comics other what than do you read? Batman. I read well, yeah. um, like some of my favorite comics: Why the Last Man, uh, Preacher, Hundred Bullets, things that have like a very cool. 
limitless it's bound. Cool. It's got to be cool. Like, for real. It's got to be cool, cool man. Because comics have no bounds. You can do anything you want in comics. So, like, there's so many different things you can get that you can find one that's just for you. Just for have you. you. Have you think, do you think you've picked up on any, like, specific writers or illustrators that you like so far? Um, absolutely. Because there's, like, uh, 100 Bullets was Brian Azzarello. And he also, like, so from him, I found a Joker comic that he did for Batman. And obviously, it's like, oh. Awesome concept, awesome writer, and I read that, and of course, that equals amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some comics that I know you would like that if I, I if I went out when we go, I Let's will buy it. you first issues of some things, Let's and go if you pick like some them, stuff out. That's what I you to should go. read them. You would like them. They're cool, really cleverly written, Nothing really awesome but, like, stuff. Castles and knights and stuff. Or? I'm sure we could find one. <laughs> I have none to recommend you off the top of my head. We can oh, browse them. Those? The covers are you know speaks enough, dude. Pretty Just look around. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, but it comes to superheroes, it has to be somebody else that gets me into them. Just because, like, I would never have read She-Hulk on my own, but Is somebody gave me a She-Hulk. Is there compelling about reading them? Like, have you liked any of them yet? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just the way that, like, most comics nowadays aren't as, like, campy as you would think, as, like, an old superhero comic would be. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, She-Hulk like, isn't really about her being a superhero. I had to read the original Wonder Woman comics, and it's just, like... Unbearable. It's grueling. Dude, and I know, and that's such a Wonder pain. Wo- Wonder Woman jumps through yeah. the car, eh? <laughs> no, Leaping over the car. <laughs> How is that class going by the country? Did you still take yeah, yeah. comic book class? Uh, I haven't heard anything else other than you telling me that you're about to start that class. We read which like, is not a good sign. We read big like we read novel length, you know. I I actually don't like the word graphic novel anymore. I like just calling it calling them all comics. Yeah. But they're they're the long ones. We read uh, The Watchmen, which I've already read, yeah. but getting to go through that classic. a second time was pretty that fun. That was always good, yeah. Saw a lot of like Rorschach is just undoubtedly oh, my sweet. main man forever. This is there's a bunch of little like one shot things that came out recently about like just the particular characters. I know there's one for Rorschach. I know there's one for Comedian. Did they do Before the Watchmen, that series? Was yeah, that I it? haven't read them, but I think that's it. Yeah, you should try So that. we did that, and then we read this one. We we started reading these like memoir ones where they're like half fictional, half non-fictional. Like some of them are pure, just autobiographical or autobiographies or whatever. So those are weird, right? Yeah. I mean, you're like... Some of them are cool because the art is different. I don't know. I'm definitely learning, but it's not what I want to be yeah, reading. Yeah. We read this one called Black Hole, which is apparently a pretty famous one. And it was like a 10-part series. It took them like however many years, nine years to do or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's just weird. It's about uh, like teenagers who are in high school. But there's also this like sexually transmitted disease that like mutates your body. And then the characters end up like running away from home. And it's just like a pretty standard... Um, like teenager story, but the art style is all black and white and like super horror. Even the way I described it in class was like some of these panels could easily be um, cover art for like an album's cover, or I mean a Misfits album. Oh yeah, and like it kind of looked like that. <laughs> That's cool. That's but cool. the ending was like just such garbage. And it really made me so upset. Yeah. So uh, like the ending aside, when you read, because you read, you know, books without pictures, like a weirdo, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Do you do you feel like when you read these comics, like, are the the fact that like I know that when you read something without pictures, usually it's more vividly written to mm-hmm. make you describe something and maybe you create something in your mind. But do you feel like when you get to see something to where like somebody literally gets to write a book and then show you exactly how they're seeing it in their mind, is that taking away from the experience or is that giving no, more to the experience? The last one we had to read was called Fun Home, and that was an autobiography. And um, every, you know, everything is shown and written out. But this is one of the first uh, comic books I read that used super 
like was very heavy on like literary language, you know, yeah. the way she described like set the scenes or she made like several allusions to other like works of literature and all that. So it was super dense in that way, which was super engaging. And then when you put that on top of the images, like they get so much more context and so much more feeling that like you feel a little more connected to them. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading one of the like how to read comic books books, it was like it showed you a, a scene in a kitchen and then took you back through what it showed you, but it like tried to make you remember to picture or imagine certain things. So it showed like a pot of boiling water, and it's like you could hear this, and, like you could hear the buzzing of the refrigerator, and then like there's a skillet right there. And so then when you have all that in mind, and now you're looking at the woman in the frame, but you're still hearing all of that other stuff, it totally paints like a very vivid, lucid picture. Exactly. Like, so does it bring you more? Because the reason I like comics a lot is because it's like right in between books and movies in that sense to where yeah, like, I mean, you it's get its own more medium, of a style. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd think that too. To me, you can see so much cinema in comics now in regards where I think cinema is borrowing from comics more. You Absolutely, know, just because yeah. just and I know that sounds obvious when you think of like the big mainstream movies that are out right now, mm. they're all comics based, but when I read comics, I'm like, this is just, these are basically storyboards for movies. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Storyboards that they like colored in and like, you know, finely tuned. Yeah. Exactly. Is, yeah. Um, but the ones that sort of don't try to be the movie, but still give you like a very deep cinematic feel and experience are so cool. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you mentioned listening to like soundtracks and stuff while reading comic books, yeah. I think that's a really cool idea. It is know? cool. I, that helps me a lot get more immersed into a comic book, mostly because when I read things like, uh, like I, there's like specific bands and specific soundtracks that I read to specific comics that like I literally think like if they ever made a 100, mo- or 100 Bullets like HBO show or movie, yeah. like God, I would be like devastated almost to see the opening that wasn't like this song that I always thought of in my head or like this, you know what I mean? And like, it just makes me really want, like now all of these, it even translates over to music into where now when I listen to bands like Auto Lux or something that I associate with that, I almost start seeing images from that comic book and it almost like makes the music that much better for me. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. It's awesome. It's like, I don't know, that's, that's just why I love comic books so much. I think it's... I think they're cool. Can, um, you can't read, I know. Yeah, I know. And I don't know how to read stuff. <laughs> but, dude, that's funny. I don't know why I've never told you this since we haven't seen each other in, what, like... Nine years, maybe? A while now. Yeah. But can't I wait did... to make out with you after this I show. Read, <laughs> I read an actual book. What book? I read uh, this girl bought me this book that I had told her, like, if I would ever read a book... I would probably never read, read this. One. No, I would read this. And she was just like, well, okay. She bought me American Psycho by uh, Brendan Ellis. No shit. And I read it from like cover to cover, man. Like, and I read that entire book. Yeah. And I was real proud of myself. Nice. But uh, I want to talk to you about that because I'm like. Give me context. American Psycho is a classic, right? Classic book. And Love is, this book. Have you seen the movie? That's right. But who did the movie? Is that the old one? Is that um, it's, no? It's American Psycho, not like Psycho. It's uh, American Psycho with um, oh yeah, Batman. You know, yeah, Christian yeah, Bale. yeah, yeah, yeah. With Christian Bale, right. Willem Dafoe, um, Jared Leto. I haven't seen it, but I, I excellent aware. movie. The movie is good. I always like the movie because the movie is really like you know creepy and quirky and fun, and it's just but about you like the book yeah. more. 
Well, of course. In yeah. the book, yeah, I know it sucks. I hate to be that guy. I hate to be, because now I feel like I'm on that train now to where if anybody ever mentions the movie, I want to be like, but I read the book and it was super cool. Yeah. And like, you know, you thought it was gruesome in the movie. Dude, this book makes me cringe. <laughs> yes. Or like, you thought that was funny. They had no rules in this book, man. It was horrible. Or like, <laughs> you know, it's just really awesome like that. And uh, I don't know, man. What do you now, like about it? I loved how the way it was written was written all from the American Psycho from Christian, <laughs> Christian Bailey. It's not really. Might as well from, <laughs> from Patrick. Patrick Bateman, uh, who was just like obviously this Wall Street guy who obviously has this like really creepy side life to where he's a serial murderer and awesome. he's got a really demented sense of humor in his mind. But it's all about how like he still interacts day to day and it's half like him hiding it, it's half him like having this like social Maybe putting it obligations. out there to see if anybody like sees it. And then yeah, at the same time he would still say these things. He would still say really terrible things to people, but because of like that uh that social construct between these people, they don't even like acknowledge it. And it just kind of shows how like how fake personalities go oh, together, yeah. how like yeah. everybody's pretending that they're listening to everybody else, but they just want everybody to hear themselves, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. And it was really interesting. And it's also just really funny because he says obviously really terrible things to people. Yeah. And Dark it's sense also of humor from kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's also just like makes fun of that hierarchy of, you know, just Wall Street guys who think that they're like really cool, think that they know a lot, when really it's all just, you know, the same thing over and over again right. with each person. It's it's really interesting. It's really cool. So really graphic. Has it mixed made dream. you want to pick up like a book after that or Yes. But it really? has been like literally two weeks since I finished it. Sure. So I'm still in this awkward stage you of not the road. reading it. The Road. You know, I own that book, too. Oh, My dude. mom bought me that book a it's long so time ago. It's so easy to read. You, you would Is love it. it. You yeah, would get like, through that book. if, like, It's a great book to start with. Because that's what I'm thinking. Hunter just like, read it. Did he? Yeah. And you liked it? Yeah. Nice. It didn't even have pictures in it. I, had, uh-huh. I got to hide his crowns for once. <laughs> I might have to actually read that no, book. No, it's a good book. I've heard it's um, really good, yeah. If Yeah, and if you end up liking that author... He does another book called Blood Meridian, which is just like one of the fucking dope. Okay, well, never mind. Well, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Like, go on and on, on and on on that one. About these books. Cool, but, man. Yeah. Um, I thought you might be proud of me for that. So I'm very yeah. super proud. Ooh, that makes excellent. me smile. I've yeah, also, I finally convinced Hunter to read and get, he got a book done recently. And I'm just like, yes. There it is. The infection. It's good. Um, Are we growing up? Is that what this is? I hope not. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want what to. What have you done to us, Chase? <laughs> Please don't ever. It's your fault. Uh, let's see. We're going to play a ass ton of video games. I was this hoping week. so. It is South by South this week or South by Southwest this week, but and we're not I going. Have down no interest in South by South. I would rather die. I would. <laughs> if it's anything like Free Press in Houston is, and I hear it that it is, but times ten million, yeah. that sounds like the worst experience of my life. Well, that's funny because Stephen and I were both talking yesterday about how we would rather be uh, sitting on a, at a table talking to microphones than down uh, at the party that's literally three miles down the road, <laughs> and. He had a, has a different perspective because he's lived in Austin for like yeah. 15 years or however long. But you just know like what what staves your mind from thinking it's enjoyable. Um. Well, one, it's my own personality. I like I hate being in like super big crowds Me like too. that. Um. I feel like with so many people like that, you end up having to kind of like water not like water down your personality, but like there's so much more small talk involved, and there's just so much like. There's the physical aspects of like usually when there's a lot of people, it's really hot and it's also Texas and you're miserable. Sweating your ass you're off. You're sweating. You're miserable. Everything is expensive and you're just when I like when you could just be at home with people that you know that you enjoy the company of, yeah. and it's like calm and you can have real conversations with and 
I don't know. Honestly, that's like my extent. And honestly, like, gosh, it's just when you go and like what South by Southwest is so much bigger than like a music festival, obviously. Right. But that is like the biggest part of it. And like most festivals that I've been to, while they were super cool and like great experiences, I went to a fun, fun, fun fest like maybe two years ago. Yeah, well, the lineup for this next year though is off the wall good. I don't think I've seen it. Oh my god, it's we filthy. have to talk about that. Mastodon, sick. Pentagram. Pentagram's gonna be yeah. there. <laughs> cool, so, man. Dang, I haven't listened to Pentagram since like ninth grade, but that makes me want to go that much more. Dude, I just started listening to them for like like this last week. Pentagram? They're awesome. Yeah, Pentagram's tight, they're dude. So, they're like right up my alley they right now. They are super cool. Like yeah. that's the kind of metal music I have been super enjoying like, over the year. Very you know, like you can you consider that metal because I've said that to other people like that's not metal and then of course I'm like it kind of isn't I guess when you think of the broad scheme but I think that that kind of music is just like a distilled metal it's like the essence of the freaking well that's also because like that's if they can't say that that's metal now they have to at least argue that that's what gave birth to metal yeah for sure like there's no argument to that but sure. that was the progression and at some point in time that absolutely was metal I considered that metal but I also think that like. When I hear people say that that's not metal, it's more like, okay, yeah, you definitely listen to heavier metal yeah, than this. Yeah. And there's heavier music for sure. Yeah, metal is not like the top layer by any means. Mm -mm. There's like layers there's and layers metal. above. Yeah, that's what I would say. I would you say know, it's like... That's what I was thinking. Soft rock, <laughs> rock, Creed. hard rock is right in the middle. Yeah. And then there's metal, metal and heavy metal. I would say that's like the five where you can mostly put everybody into spectrum. Where do like the wiggles pop into there? Is that any rock at all? I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's... I was just asking I would you, throw that in the soft rock. I mean, come rock? on, dude. That's a band, you know? They got chord progressions. They got a ton of fans. Well, we gonna, yeah, they got a, yeah, they got groupies. They're You're seven, but, you know, they're <laughs> people love them. Yeah, uh -oh. this is that. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. What were, uh, video games. Video ga You're about what to buy a PlayStation. PlayStation 4. So and, um, yeah. this is like our, my first opportunity to play PlayStation with anybody because no one really has it that I, like can work out a schedule with. Yeah. So this is the first time I have somebody sitting next to me that we're going to play all these games that I've got. Knock out all these multiplayer games. I'm so excited, dude. I am like just electric. Ollie Ollie's on the docket, right? Oh my God, yes. For sure. Uh-huh. Anything else in mind right now? Uh, Helldivers. I don't know what that is. It's basically like a top-down twin-stick shooter that functions with like gear and stuff kind of like Destiny does, mm. but it's... Pretty, it's like hardcore where like even your own turrets will kill you so you got to be like real precise i like and, it and other people can drop really in and help together. you and stuff it's gonna be sick dude i'm very into this uh we've got hotline miami too which we can mess around with dope i played a little bit of that already it's pretty sweet yeah it's i don't know if i like it more than the first one to be completely honest Why not? it's like uh it's got super big maps now that's what i've heard is like the like only like negative aspect going into two like, there's some things that stayed the same, and there's some things that people thought got a lot better, but unanimously, most people are like, the maps are different, and it's weird. Yeah, because I liked Hollow Miami 1 busting through the front door and literally not stopping and trying to kill everyone in one big combo. Yeah, yeah. And it's much harder to do now, because there's so many people, you can't see them on the screen, and like their patterns sometimes change, so... Anyway, we still should play it, though. Yeah, Great yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. The soundtrack is incredible. Um, we're going to buy Nidhogg. Cool. We're going to play Nidhogg because I've never Nidhogg. gotten to like, get balls deep into Nidhogg. Uh, I think that's it. I think that'll keep us busy. I was going to say, yeah, that's a couple days worth of games. Yeah. It's perfect. Excellent. I'm real excited. The man. Mortal Kombat's going to come out. Have you seen any of the new stuff? Of course. I keep, uh, do I'm you keep tabs? Day, 
How you like really have to date? Because this I don't oh know. Like gosh. I know the Cage family's Cage in there, family's in, which is hilarious. That's amazing. You've got um, brutalities, which are basically just ways to do little combos. How do you, so coming back from our youth as Mortal Kombat boys, not okay. boys as much as like masters, masters, like young you champions of the, if you the will. world. Yeah, absolutely, prodigies. Um, Thank you, I appreciate you. That. <laughs> You were like the brutality guy out of the two of yeah. us. You know, I dominated most of the matches. If you squeezed a victory out, chances are you could probably do a that's brutality. That's adorable. That's cool. That's cute. I remember one time brutalities doing a with brutality your best. tour where I actually got eight brutalities in a row on you with eight different characters. So if that's you winning the majority uh, of rounds, I wanted to see if you could get, get the it. brutalities off, and that was impressive in itself. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, because those are eleven button combos. That I did eight was, of them in a row. I mean, that's pretty tricky. <laughs> so you would argue that those were like. Fairly difficult things to do in yes. previous games. Now in this new game, it's like completely different. Yeah, and most people are saying that this is a good thing because most people used to think that like most, at least from what I've heard, people like them because the old brutalities, while they were like cool and ridiculous, this is a new world game and they would new look real. Yes, brave new world. Game. Hello, new Be- world. This is what I think. I think they should have kept the 11 button combos in there but also allowing for that new system that they put in to be in there because basically what they've done is like at the end of a match if you didn't know a fatality you would just go up and like punch them or do like a quick combo now basically when you punch them it'll like blow their head off or if like you do a quick combo it'll kill them by you know they're all pretty customizable the game is clearly reacting to what is like happening to it so it's just a way for people who don't know the fatalities or maybe they're trying to maybe it's a form of a build your own fatality too where you get to do a little combo and then his head falls off and that's great I still want the 11 You want the things. old ones back? Course, I mean, I know like, there's those diehard guys that used to yeah, love doing brutalities yeah, back in the, the day. Yeah, bone. Like, what's going to hurt about having the brutality The in brutality's there. in there, too? I, lo- I love the new brutality system. That thing is also works really well for, um, like, I don't 100% know how it works other than the fact that, like, at the end, if you know you don't want to put them into the fatality stun, you can do something to where your combo, the last hit of your, like, moves, the last, the killing blow is your fatality Ends with them dying like that. And I think that that's cool because once you do all the fatalities a lot of times, you don't really want to do them over and over again. And it gets to a point where if you're actually just running sets with people, you just hit them and you just start the next one over because you don't want to walk through the whole cinematic again. And I think that's also really cool for... uh, for like the fighting game community and for like uh, professional tournaments. This have a bigger because people don't because you know in professional or in like the you know major league fighting games, uh, Mortal Kombat tournaments. I don't know what they call it because it's not major league gaming. Oh. Like those fighting games, but um, the Mortal Kombat tournaments and stuff. Nobody ever did fatalities at the end because. One is disrespectful, and two, it would take a long I'm time. I'm sorry, if you're the games. grand, if you just won the final grand championship, <laughs> you do a fatality. You can do a fatality, but I think now it's like super cool to unite. It's even more entertaining to watch people play Mortal Kombat X because it's going by faster. And when somebody beats them, it's just at the very yeah. the end of the combo, you're ermacking, you're lifting them into the air, and they split them in half. Do you think that this game is going to have uh, like repercussions within the fighting community? Like, is it going to be iterating and doing something different? Is it trying to find its niche as a, a different, slower, but also competitive game? Like, do you think this Mortal Kombat is just going to be novelty to play in between playing Street Fighter? Or is this going to be the kind of game where you're like, this has a high level of nuance and I can compete with my friends consistently and it's always different, you know, I mean... I don't know. Uh, I think that, like, it's unanimous that they are putting in more work into this game than, like, any other fighting game has put into their game. 
Yeah. Like, it's obvious. I mean, there's a six-story mode that's going into it. The characters are, like, 100% new different. New, new characters, characters. The three new, variations. Uh, three variations, yep. There's a lot of really great new stuff. It looks awesome. Everything about this game is, like, top-notch as far as, like, quality for fighting games. But it's just, like, is that system going to stand the test of time? Because, yeah. you know, what Street Fighter Four has been out since, like, 2008 or something ridiculous. Can and I be honest with you? What? The Street Fighter Five footage to me doesn't look any fucking different than four. It looks like the same game to me. Really? I'm dead serious. It literally looks like a like a slicker looking. I mean, it might as well be the same character models. So, what do you think that MKX is doing differently from MK9? Uh, like, so Street Fighter Five compared to Street Fighter Four, and then MKX compared to MK9. What's like MKX no doing that's standing out more than anything? I mean, I have no idea with the the up. The bump to Street Street Fighter Five between Street Fighter, okay. you know. But I just, I honestly just want to get your opinion because when I first read the news that it's going to be PlayStation exclusive, I was like, "Holy shit, that's the biggest, that's a big deal. It's the biggest thing I've ever heard." And now, as I see more of the game, I'm like, "This looks like Street Fighter Four to me," you know. And I just don't know if maybe are you getting excited over it? Is it what you want to see seven years later? I don't know, man. Because it just looks like you know how they've consistently just upgraded it, new characters, new yeah, bounces, yeah, yeah. and. Maybe it looks a little bit better because it's on a different. It looks like, like all they're now doing is just. Now am I paying sixty dollars for a new update kind of exactly. thing? Exactly, yeah. and, and maybe it's a new platform because mm-hmm. Street Fighter definitely became like a platform. But if you are launching a platform, I want it to feel new. That's true, but I do also feel like this is Street Fighter, and you need like the classic things in Street Fighter, and that's all they've really put out so far is Ryu versus Chun Li. What they're all honestly just trying to show you is that there is a new game. There is yeah. a new game coming out. It's not even close to being 100% polished yet. And they have released a, a, another character, a third character, Charlie, who was a clone of Guile in Alpha. But like they showed all his movesets, and it's nothing like Guile's at all mm-hmm. by any means. And I, I hate Guile. I think he's super boring. So what and are you looking for cool. in a new Street Fighter? Just drastically different um, movesets? Drastically honestly, different mechanics and balances? Honestly, no. I would love like to, for them to do their best to try to make the most balanced game possible. I want things specifically for me. There's stuff that I like would change about Street Fighter Four that just annoy me. Like grabbing, um, yeah, grab systems. I hate the grab systems. I pref- much rather prefer like Guilty Gear or things that are like you have to be close enough and like you can't just press the grab button. It's got to be you know something more. I don't know. I feel like Tactile. option selections or option selects through gar- or grabs and stuff just feel cheap to me. And in this new game, I would like them to take that out. I don't know if they are, and honestly, it's not really a deal breaker. But honestly, I just want a fresh new game that still plays pretty similar to 4. But does fresh mean just a ton of new characters? I want new characters. I want new moves. Does that mean you don't want the old characters? Are you okay if like some of them show up? You know, you know, I play some obscure characters that I'm pretty sure aren't going to be in the new one. Like I doubt Cody's going to be in there. I doubt Adon's going to be in there. Yeah, Cody's a punk bitch. Yeah, that's what I've been told. <laughs> and uh, you know, he doesn't have a huge following, so it sucks that he might not be in there. But that's okay. I mean. It's like MKX, dude. Like yeah. they made bold statements when they killed off all those people in nine, and it made nine so that story so much better when yeah. you saw all those people die. <laughs> yeah. And now that they're not actually, I mean, some of them are back. And that's good. Kung Lao needs to be in this game, yes, of he course. Does. Uh, the Kung Gage Lao. has got to be in this game, of course. But everybody else that died, like, keep them dead, dude. I think they need to be replaced. Keep those fuckers. Keep them dead. dead. We bring in new characters. Some of them can have like new moves, and some of them can have like. You know, Homages or homages or whatever. Homage. You, homage to the older moves. Homage. 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 Uh, but I don't know, man. Street Fighter Five. it just looks... I want it to be fast. 
I feel like all fighting games now aren't very fast anymore. Yeah. Like Street Fighter 3. Sometimes fast is too tough if you make it like command fast, you know? As long as it's not like broken combos, if it's still fast, like obviously Oh, we have MVC Killer 3. Instinct here, by the way. Oh, really? We can fuck around with that. I want to play around with that. Yeah, that's cool. I only yeah. have one controller, but we that's can... That's okay. We can chill. We can finally cool. play it. I just want to see it, yeah. But, dude, I don't know. Honestly, I'm just... I'm not going to say anything until it's way more out. Uh, they did say that they're going to release the beta for Street Fighter V, which is cool. Okay. So once I'm going to try to get that, and then like they're literally just like, here's the beta, tell us what you want different. Yep. And who knows so what that's going to do, though, because sometimes the fans can ruin games. I was about to say, you don't. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to please people too much. So I don't know, man. I'm really excited about that. Um, but I'm not going to get a PlayStation 4 pretty much until MKX comes out. So. Yeah. You don't have like a whole lot you're missing out on. No, everything. I mean, you were super excited about getting the, the games. You had to call me and like tell me specifically that like, dude, it's PS4 time. Like, yeah, no, sure I'd know. stand by that 100. Yeah. I fucking love that thing. Like, so, what are people playing right now? They're just a bunch of indie games. They're, That's they're what just, I feel like too. I feel like there's no huge titles that like people but are playing. It's fine, dude. These indie games are great. Yeah, they're so fun and pretty, oh, yeah, cool, and yeah. like the music. No, is I think awesome. indie games are tight. Yeah. Uh, you know, Resogun took has keeps me very occupied. Um, I've been playing Holly Mammy, Ollie Ollie. Um, about to come out is Titan Souls, which is you're this one little character, top down perspective. You have a bow and arrow, and one arrow, and when you shoot it, you have to go and pick it up. And the whole game is boss battles, so you just fight different bosses out that out of this little hub world. Okay, and it's just like a distilled little version of Dark Souls. It's incredible, yeah. but with like a cool arrow mechanic, right? There's this other game called Jotun, which is they're using like Norse mythology and you play some like Norse woman who's out of the old myths and shit. I think you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to like please the gods and it's all hand drawn art. Awesome. And the guy like the bosses you fight are like massive. You're like the size of their toe. <laughs> and all you have is your axe and you're like just trying to beat these bosses and it's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> that so yeah, that's intense. what's been keeping that's what I've been playing. And then classes. we're we're literally one week away today from Bloodborne. And from like Damn, are we really? Yeah, Bloodborne is I'll play Bloodborne. Bloodborne looks cool. Dude, that's the that's the red button. That's when I eject from reality. And, and you I are <laughs> hit my like that's the game, dude. Can't wait. Yeah, that sounds tight. In May, you have The Witcher Three, which is going to be out of this world incredible. Why do you think that that we you weren't even a big fan of The Witcher Two? I never. I hated The Witcher Two. <laughs> Why are you excited about The Witcher because Three? Because it sounds so cool. First of all, the world detail and the scope and the size and the de- the beautiful. It's just beautiful, right? I have to be like every game Listen, is being beautiful. I'm not now. done yet. Yeah, okay, so sorry. then the side missions are like go kill this beast or whatever. And so you got to go out in the wilderness and track these monsters that are like fucking griffins. And they're like three times the size of you. And you're using your witcher senses to like follow the smell or like the trail of blood. And then you finally find it and you fucking do battle with it. And it's got like a very tight. Um, fighting scheme. Like, The Witcher is known for its fighting mechanics. It sits, it's like a more hardcore version of, like, Arkham Asylum, you know? Really? So you're facing off, like, these dragons and wyverns and griffins and other shit with these super, like, tight battle systems, and that's only one fucking aspect of the game that they I show. mean, that's cool. If the battle system is as cool... It's been a while since I've played a game with a battle system that wasn't a fighting game yeah. mechanics. So, I like, Blood every time I, I look at people playing older games, or like, you know, the last-gen games, like Dark Souls and Skyrim, I thought they were cool games, but, like, I never thought that the fighting was that appealing but to me. But that's why Dark Souls is as popular as it is, is because its fighting uh, mechanics were so... Like fresh and novel, they harken back to 
the way that games were made and played in like the 80s and 90s basically and then just like made that a mod like this is what that looks like those attitudes in a modern setting and yeah just like in street fighter you can be punished for like making a mistake in your combo stream like that game punishes you when you misstep and it's just that sort of thing you know that's cool and that's, that's how just i've been so away from that game for so long that i don't like me getting back into this for bloodborne or something is gonna be oh bloodborne's a, gonna whip your ass oh yeah it's gonna be bad but you got me dude I might keep you. You're literally. Have to, you can call me, me and ask me anything. Looking at because <laughs> I will. I will murder that. I'm gonna. I'm telling I'm you right now. No though. one's better than me at Dark Souls that I know. So what if I knew Game Plus that game more than you do? That won't happen. I won't let that. Are happen. you sure? Like that. That's a. That's a <laughs> challenge, Max. I'll take to the grave. Like if you put your flag in the sand and say that you're gonna do that, I will not sleep. Then I know. Cole tried, to, Cole tried to out New Game Plus. I remember he that. He used to tell me he was better than me at Dark Souls. He got to like New Game Plus 2. I got New Game Plus 6. <laughs> as high as it went. You tripled his yes. New Game Blessing. That's why I What was not. it like playing the same game six times in a row? Amazing. Because that <laughs> game's incredible. And every time I would beat it, I'd be able to like beat the next one faster. I beat oh, that game God. for like four hours one time. Jeez Louise. That is anyway, intense. that's been my rant and, and Are we debacle on the... The episode. Are we doing anything for the challenge tower sequence of MKX? What's the deal? Is there a challenge tower? Can we do something and like say it right here? I mean, sure. there's, there's a challenge tower, right? I'm not really is sure. There? I don't know. I, I don't... know that there is one, but I know it's not the exact same. Do you want to same. tell the audience what happened with the last challenge tower, dude? Oh, my God. Please? That came down to the last battle. I don't even know. I think it was like late. We, I had such a lead on you for so long. What, where'd you get stuck? Okay, so first of all, the challenge tower, for anyone who doesn't know, yeah. is a 300 stage challenge timeline. You got to beat every challenge. Essentially 300 like scenarios. scenarios yeah. yeah, you get to the top and it's the hardest scenarios or whatever. So Max and I were going to bet each other that one of us could finish the tower before the other. And what was riding on this bet was. So I was already down in the pit one yeah. steak dinner. I owed you a steak you dinner. You owed me a steak dinner, and so, I gambled it, double or nothing. So this, this bet was either I win, and I don't owe the steak dinner anymore, or you win, and I got to buy a steak dinner for you and Tom. Oh, yeah, you had to take me and Tom out for a steak dinner, yes. an expensive steak dinner. Like Foga to Chow, Perry's, like... Which sounds weird, but, like, that's a lot of money. Like, I was essentially oh, betting you $200. Yeah, you know? easily. <laughs> like... Fuck. I don't even like steak that much. Dude. I know. It would, but I would. I would probably feel bad if yeah. I was out there and I'm like, God damn it. Anyway, still. So we're we're working our way through this thing. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm around like 180 is when shit kind of getting difficult, yeah. right? It's getting rough. And so I think I finished around like 180 for the day, and I think you were at like 220 or something like that. And the next day, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get on and play. And next thing you know, it's fucking 10 o'clock at night. I'm on probably challenge like 260, yeah. and you're on like 278. Yeah. And I realize now that if I go to bed, he's going to fucking beat it. <laughs> and so, and we're on the microphones with each other, of course. Yeah. And I'm, and so it basically comes down to like, I'm not fucking going to bed because I'm, I'm doing yeah. this tonight. This has to happen tonight. You got all the way up to 300. Yeah. Well, because no, whoa, 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 wait. I got stuck to at like skip, 275 or something. Because you were ahead of me because I went to bed and I had to go to work. I remember that because I came back and you were ahead of me for a long time. And then you just happened to get stuck on some level that let me surpass you. And for some reason, I got by it faster. Yeah, I think and it was I around 275. Was. Yeah. And then I just happened to get it real quick. And you were so mad. And uh -huh. I was 
Bolton, then yeah, I got to like two ninety nine. You got all the way up to the, the last one. Last level, three hundred. Meanwhile, so you're at three hundred now, and for like forty five minutes, I was stuck. You on couldn't this level. do it, and, and I got kills me. I got all the way up to to the last one as well. So we're both on the last one now. In the and it's probably like what two a.m. Yeah, easy. Not like easy, and I'm getting I'm getting frustrated. I'm tired. We don't. We're not even speaking to each other at this point. We. I'm trying to consider things of like maybe I should just like call this off so we can both go to bed yep. or like what. And I just I remember you were like so yeah we weren't talking because you were stuck on that level and I was at 300 and I was just trying to beat it and then like out of nowhere you beat it and you were elated and you were just like yes and you I could hear you going through every single level <laughs> behind me and it was making me so my anxiety was through the roof <laughs> I was doing worse on my 300 because I couldn't focus because I was thinking about you catching up to me and it was so just like oh and for anybody who doesn't know the last uh, level was like having to beat essentially major bosses you had to beat like five or six major bosses in a row with the same health bar yeah you had yeah. to fight Goro Goro Kintaro Molina Shao Kahn? Yeah, you had to do Shao Kahn like maybe twice or something. Yeah, stupid. something absurd. And there, there's just no reasonable way to beat it. At least not for us at that point. We weren't very like we weren't good at the game. Good at the game again. We, we were becoming were masters. Moves. We were doing moves. We were learning. We were still in the learning stage. And uh, who'd you beat it with? Uh, Scorpion. Yeah, and I think we that, both had a we had a bitch out and yeah. go to Scorpion. We both had to bitch out and uh, use <laughs> the scorpion cheats, essentially, of just jumping backwards yeah. and waiting for Shao Kahn to taunt you and then yeah. just chaining him in for a combo. You had to get down the very specific minutia of the game mechanics. So anyway, I won. And the way you won, too, was like you didn't just like immediately like blow up and like throw it at me. You were like more impressed and relieved with yourself. <laughs> I remember when you, <laughs> that you hurt did that it. much more? Yeah, because you were just like... I did it! I did it, dude! I fucking did it! I beat! I beat the three hundred level. Like you, like you were trying to get me to be like, "Oh, good job, man!" But really, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was so mad. And oh man, I can't believe I missed out on that steak dinner. That would have been a good dinner. one. You and Tom could have both had steak dinner. So are we gonna do a steak dinner bet? I, say a, I think we'll say we keep it with the classic steak dinner. We, I think we should. We just need to I figure out whether there is or is not a um, challenge tower. Challenge tower. Do you have your phone? Uh, write, yes. write down in your yes. notes. We'll come back and we'll re- we'll readdress this in the okay. next episode. We will. Okay, awesome. We'll look into it. Next episode, we'll decide everything about. So it. yeah, uh, next episode, I think what we're gonna do tonight, we're gonna go see Chappie, and we're gonna go play, and we're gonna we play. Uh, actually, we probably won't play video games tonight because we have to. We still haven't bought a controller. Yeah. Um, maybe we can do that now. Who knows? That's we're cool. Go, we're gonna go see Chappie, and then tomorrow for our episode, I say we give our impressions of the film, mm-hmm. just sort of like review it or whatever, and then talk about the games that we played, and then whatever else we feel like. Yeah. You watching any movies lately? We can talk about that. I watched um, Edge of Tomorrow. Ooh, we'll save it for the cast. I also watched Edge of Tomorrow, actually. Really? Yeah, excellent. So we All right, we'll save it for the about. cast. All save right. it for tomorrow's cast. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, yeah, cool. I watched a documentary, and then that was it. All right, cool. All right, yeah, well, we'll let's, about let's end it here. I'm starving. I am so hungry. Let's get going. Max, thanks for being here. It's going to be a oh, fun week. Cool. This is going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah, about this this. I, got, I got in here just like 30 minutes ago. I'm ready to This is like powwow the best so adult hard. sleepover that's ever been done. This is going to be nice. Yeah. This okay. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. If you have any questions for us and you want to get in touch with the show throughout the week, uh, what do you banter show at gmail.com. I'll answer anything. Anything. Anything at all. All right. Uh, bye. Fado Pope. Take it easy.